0: what is up you guys welcome back to the podcast or if you're new hi my name is Paige I am the host of The P Project thank you so much for tuning in to a another episode. I'm so just excited as always to be sitting down chatting with you. Happy Monday. I hope you're all having such a great week or whatever day it is that you're listening to this. I hope um, your day and your week has been great. I want to just start off the episode this week just catching you guys up. I do this from time to time because I like to just keep it real and then we will kind of like jump into the episode this week. I'm really excited to be sharing my tips on online school because I feel like people are struggling and I want to just kind of give you guys some of my tips on how I'm getting through it. Obviously, I'm feeling the struggle as well. So whenever I feel like I'm struggling with something, I always like to really lean in and reflect on what helps me get through it, and then I like to share it with you in hopes that it can help you as well. Anyways, kind of just recapping on where my head's been at this past week. I feel like I've just been like a roller coaster of emotions, and whenever I have a bad day, I always really like to reflect on it and think, okay, how can I be better tomorrow? How can I shift my mindset? What can I do in what area can I kind of lean in and what habits can I um, maybe do better with tomorrow so I just do a lot of reflecting whenever I feel like I'm in a bit of a rut or just like not having a good day so this past week I've just been reflecting 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 because yeah I just feel like I've been kind of all over the place a bit of a roller coaster of emotions And one thing I really came um, kind of just to realizing is that I need to just start taking my life day by day. I am someone that is an overthinker. I am a planner and a perfectionist. And I don't know if any of that resonates with you guys, but that's just me. That's my personality. And I have always had a plan. I've always known what my next step is, what my life would look like in six months to a year. Like I've always kind of had this massive like timeline planned out for myself. I've always, there's always been certainty in um, what's coming next. And I think so many of us can relate to the fact that no one knows what our lives are going to be like um in 2021 in you know this time next year so i think i really have been struggling with that and i feel like it comes and goes it's not a struggle i deal with every single day but um just sometimes it's on my heart heavier than others and i just realized this week that there's no certainty in the climate of the world we're living in and i don't know who needs to hear this but I think I just really realized I need to just take things day by day. I need to get up and say, okay, you know what? Today is going to be a good day. This is what I'm going to do today. And maybe I don't know what's going to come into my future. Maybe I don't know what my life is going to look like in another year. I know today the things I need to do to make myself a better person for tomorrow. And when I just bring it back day to day, it really, relieves stress. It makes me not feel so anxious anymore, and it's just like a mindset shift I've kind of developed this week in just taking things day by day. And another thing is, too, because I've kind of had a bit of a roller coaster of emotions, there's days where I feel like I... I don't want to get out of bed and I feel miserable and I feel just exhausted and I kind of feel overworked at times and I'm just taking that day and leaving it in that day. And then the next day, you know, I'm waking up and I'm excited and I'm motivated and I feel like that's just the roller coaster of what life is right now. And by taking things day to day, I'm able to kind of process my emotions a bit better and also leave the negative behind me. So when I wake up and I'm in a really good mood, I'm not thinking about how I didn't want to get out of bed yesterday. You know, I'm really just leaning into being excited and being motivated in that day and taking it one day at a time. So that's just something I've been thinking about, reflecting on this past week. I don't know, maybe that will help you as well. Another thing I realized is that I really needed to switch up my workout program, and I'd started a new workout program probably, I think it was two to three weeks ago now, and at first, I really enjoyed it. It was something new, it was something exciting, and over this past week, kind of going along with this like roller coaster of emotions. When I'm feeling like I'm in a rut, I always lean into my workouts and um living a healthy lifestyle and that wasn't even helping me. I wasn't excited for my workouts. I was like dragging my ass and I just, it was hard for me to get out of bed. I wasn't motivated whatsoever. Like that's kind of where I've been at this past week. And I really realized that I just wasn't loving my workouts anymore. And I was just giving it half ass. And I was like, Paige, when you give yourself half ass effort, you get half ass results. So is that what you want for your life? And is that what you want for your goals? And I was like, oh, whoa, this is a really good gut check that I needed to kind of have with myself. And obviously, not every day do I love my workouts and I feel super motivated, But I think when you're going in long stretches of time and you don't have that motivation, that's where the problem is. Because if you don't love what you do in terms of working out and moving your body, you're never going to stick to it. That's why I never stuck to anything else because I just did the same things over and over. Um, But with the workout programs I do, there's always something new. There's always something fresh. I have access to over 80 different workout programs, which are amazing because I can always Switch it up, and that's exactly what I needed to do this week. And just kind of reflecting on that, I just needed to slightly pivot into a new workout program. And at first, I was like, I can't quit on the workout program, I'm not a quitter. And I was like, Paige, you're not quitting on yourself. You're just pivoting into a new program. I also think too, I always have to give myself the advice I would give someone else. And I think that this can be really, really hard at times. Um, But I know that if one of the girls in my community that I work closely with um, to mentor her for her goals, if she said, Paige, you know, I'm just not loving the program I'm doing right now, I would say, girl, let's switch it up. Let's get you loving what you're doing, that way you're excited every day to get up and work out. And I had to just take my own advice, move forward that way. Um, So if you are in the same boat, you're not loving your workout programs, girl, I feel you, it is okay, you're not alone, But it's important that you pivot, switch it up. If you're looking for a workout program, send me a message. You can totally join my community as always or fill out the link in my bio of my Instagram. It's at HealthierPage and I'll get back to you, Um, just like a little plug there, but I fully mean that make sure you are enjoying your workouts it is so so important so that's kind of what's been up with me bit of a roller coaster of a week but we are back on track I started a new workout program actually yesterday which I actually did this same one this time last year I was kind of like wrapping it up so it's really interesting to see I like went back into my camera roll to see old videos of myself working out and doing kind of like the same workouts so if you want to follow that Journey for sure go check out my Instagram stories I'm gonna post it all and I'm really excited it was so it was exciting to be excited again about um, working out I just feel like it's everything I need right now that's been my week kind of where my head's been at but let's start the intro and roll right into this week's episode hi. I'm Paige, and I created this podcast to build a space where you can come and feel good about yourself. Learn and understand just how worthy you are of living a life you're so excited about. Here's the deal. I promise to keep it as real as it gets, and every week discuss topics that are going to help us all get through life together. I want to talk about our passions, identify our power, and living out our purpose. This is The P Project. That song just, like, gets me, like, pumped up in my seat. I always listen to it right before I record the podcast, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> the background music, I don't know. It really just... Um, it just hypes me up and I hope that it does the exact same thing for you and really just makes you feel like you're like boosted into a good mood. That is always what I want when you're listening to the podcast. Anyways, ramble. But I want to really just dive in to some of my top tips as far as being an online student. Obviously, you know, everyone's experience right now with online school is so, so different. So I think it's really important that you kind of just like listen to the podcast To all of my tips and kind of customize it make it your own um, depending on what kind of like variation of school you're doing maybe you are fully online like I am maybe you have some zoom classes no zoom classes a mixture of zoom classes maybe you're kind of in person kind of online like there's just so many ways that I feel like school is working right now so like I said just listen to the podcast listen to my tips make it your own and kind of just customize it to your schedule because i know like no two <laughs> situations are the same no two schools are the same and it's really just a very interesting time to be like chatting with some of my friends in what they're experiencing And these are the tips that have really helped me as far as my experience, what I'm going through. I am fully online and I have no Zoom lectures. So basically, my profs give me um, assignments to do every single week and it's kind of due at the end of the week. It's my responsibility to do all my readings, to listen to like pre-recorded lectures. Some of them are like YouTube videos that I'm watching of them speaking to us. Some are are like powerpoint presentations that i'm just like clicking through. It's very different depending on your professor. So, yeah, that's kind of my experience. I'm not in person at all. I really don't see any of my professors or classmates whatsoever so things just look so different this year and I've been in school a long time and honestly this has been hard I think everyone is going through this adjustment and things are just so so different like we never expected them to be but I did put together a list of some of just my top tips. I also really used some of these things to end off the school year last year when we first went into quarantine and everything went online kind of for the last couple months of school. So I've really went back to this list again starting in September and kind of like added on more things that I found have just really helped me get through the last like month and a half of school. This week maybe is um, midterm week, for you. Maybe you're feeling really stressed out and you're like, I just need some tips and we are really getting into the school year now. So I really hope that you can take something from this and these become really, really helpful for you. My first tip is you need to create a solid routine and stick to it every day. Now I know for me, there is no one telling me I need to be doing school at a certain time. I need to log into zoom at a certain time. Like there really is no structure to my schedule whatsoever. So I said to myself, okay, if there's no structure, I need to create it for myself and hold myself accountable. So kind of a couple things that I do for this is I am still very much using my planner. And I've heard other people say like, "Oh, what's the point of having a planner anymore? And I'm like, there is more of a reason than ever to have a planner because I know with my school, like I lose track of what day it is most days. I'm like, okay, I know today is Monday, but like usually like midweek, I'm like, is it Wednesday, is it Thursday? And then I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Friday because the weeks fly by. And I also feel like you don't have anyone telling you and reminding you in class, okay, we're gonna chat about um, next week's assignment that's due, like none of that. So you need to really make sure one, you're on top of your shit. And two, you know what day of the week it is. So it's so so important to be using a planner. The one I have I love because it allows me to time block. And maybe you're familiar with time blocking, maybe you're not. But basically, it is a system that you're blocking out everything you're doing for your entire day. So I know mine goes from 6am to 10pm, I believe. Obviously, I'm not doing school work for that entire time, but it really allows me to be crystal clear with my time and what needs to be done and put in like my non-negotiables and what really I need to be focused on and also allows me to pencil in time for free time. And for time to relax, I'll kind of get into that as well. But I like live off of my planner. And I know some people aren't like this. But I schedule in everything from when I'm working out, when I'm getting up, when I am eating lunch, like really getting specific. And that way, I know my blocks of time where I really need to be productive and get stuff done. And it just keeps me accountable, keeps me on track and makes sure I'm being productive in certain like time blocks of the day. At the beginning of every single week, whether that be it's Sunday night or Monday morning, I will always sit down and do like a brain dump where I'm just putting pen to paper and I'm writing out everything that needs to be done. I'm looking at like my monthly spread of my calendar. I need to know what needs to be done this week and I'm just jotting it all down. Another thing I do is I also put it in order of priority. So there's things on my list that I'm like, this has a deadline, this needs to get done. And then also Things that are just like, it would be nice to get this done this week, but if only I have time right because obviously we always think we have way more time than we do so then I'll use that list and I will input it into my time-blocked calendar and this has made the world of a difference when I break down what needs to get done for the week and what chunks of time I'm going to be working on what I also find now having this system where I'm time blocking everything there's no like questioning what needs to get done every day that I wake up so it just makes it really really clear I make a daily to-do list every morning when I wake up and I already know everything that needs to get done and when I'm going to be working on it which just it really has allowed me to create such a solid routine and kind of allowed me to relax a bit more and not get so like overly stressed out that I'm so overwhelmed and I have so much to do because I think as students we feel like that so so often so that would be my first tip is just really creating a solid routine and figuring out something that's going to work for you tip number two is really try to maintain normalcy and this kind of goes back to why it's important to create a routine because obviously if you're an online student, you're not leaving the house as much. You're not getting out. You're not really doing the things that you used to do as a full-time student. I'm not living in the city that my school is even um, in. So I'm not around my friends anymore. And I think it's really important to just create all the normalcy that you can. I know for me, I've really stuck to having a solid morning routine because that's something I always used to have when I had classes in person and it just has allowed me to kind of stick to that normalcy. Another thing too that I've done is I try and actually get ready every single day and that means doing my hair, doing my makeup, and putting on a cute outfit. This helps me so, so much just feel a lot more productive. It's like a mindset thing. I feel better when I'm sitting down to do schoolwork. I kind of like turn on that mode of um, being productive and being a student, because I used to get up obviously all the time and fully get ready and leave the house and look cute and feel good. I think it's so important that. That you kind of still stick to those things and you are kind of like putting in that extra effort obviously there's still days where I wear my hair in a bun and I got the sweats on but I really try and make an effort to actually get ready just because it makes me feel so much better and because I'm feeling so much better I find I'm a lot more productive and it's easier to get work done I also find too that if I just allow myself to skip my morning routine and like lay around in bed scroll on my phone it's like a vicious cycle and I don't feel good I feel sluggish and moody and that just like carries into the rest of my day and I'm just all around not productive and not getting stuff done like I need to and then I just start to feel anxious because I feel like it's I'm behind essentially and so it's just it's really important you're kind of like sticking to a routine and trying to create as much normalcy around you as possible. My third tip that I think is so important and it's all about setting boundaries. Now I feel like there's a bunch of different ways I can kind of talk about this but it's it's a critical part of being an online student anymore. I think this is one probably out of all the tips this is the one that I'm like continuously trying to get better at. I'm trying to really work on it myself as well but creating boundaries in your routine so scheduling in breaks making sure you are detaching yourself from being a student I think it is so easy to get wrapped up in there's always something else you can be doing as a student and if you don't schedule in breaks, if you don't allow yourself to just totally detach from being a student and being a normal human being and doing things for yourself you're just gonna get so consumed and so overwhelmed and so burnt out. And this is something I struggle with and I need to work on too, is really scheduling in my breaks and sticking to them. Like I said, I've tried to make like working hours for myself. So in that, I like that's part of my time blocking it's blocked in there and sometimes I'm like oh I just like really want to keep going or I could just do like a little bit more for the night no I need to stick to the boundaries I've made for myself I've laid out my week I know I can get everything done so stick to the boundaries allow yourself to unplug and really just step away I think it's really really important okay this is a really good transition into my next tip I feel like these are like all flowing together really really well which i didn't even plan. But my fourth tip is to take time away from social media, from your phone, from your laptop. Not only is it empowering, but i think it's essential. We are spending all day on our laptops, then on our phones, then on our laptops again. Like where does it end? You know, I feel like I have never been in front of a screen so much in my life because I'm not commuting anymore. I'm not, you know, doing like normal things like social interaction things like I really am not having a lot of time away from my phone and I'm really feeling the effects of that and I just think it's really really important as a boundary to set like I said in the last tip just take time away from social media one thing I've started to do is not go on my phone for the first hour of my morning and let me tell you this small change has honestly made all of the difference. Like this might change your life. So I would just try it out and like, let me know what you think, because it has really helped me just have so much clarity and just like fully make sure my mornings are for me. I heard someone talking about how in the mornings, our first instinct reaction is to grab our phones. That's just the technological world that we live in. That is our society. But really think about the fact that the first voice you are hearing isn't even your own at that point. Like if you are grabbing your phone, scrolling social media, although you do have a certain degree of control over who you follow and your feed, you don't have full control over what they are posting, so you just never know. And if you're just constantly scrolling every single morning, I mean, I do it too, but it has been such a shift for me in the fact that I'm not even looking at my phone the first hour of the day and it feels great. And sometimes I'll even go to bed and I'll fully shut off my phone. Like, did you know your phone has an off button? <laughs> because you should really try and use that from time to time. Um, I did it the other day when I was um, out for lunch with some friends. I fully shut off my phone. Like, Use the off button and I was not able to be reached by anyone else during that time and it felt so good. So I think really going back to the tip is take time away from social media, all social media, your entire phone, your laptop, all forms of technology and really just use that time to relax, disconnect, and reconnect with yourself. Tip number five is have a workspace. I feel like this is so important that you are actually sitting down doing your work at an actual desk or some kind of table that you have set out to be your productive space. I know I've gotten in the bad habit before of just like, oh, I'll just type out some notes in bed when I'm lounging around like that's a really bad habit to get into so really kind of creating a space that is like relaxing not like super stressful but that you're also able to be like really productive in I think it's really really important so for me I have a full desk in my bedroom obviously ideally I would love to kind of like have my own office and not necessarily have to mix my room, which I like to relax in with my kind of like stressful work environment as well, but that is not the setup I have. Um Sometimes I'll even go downstairs. I do really like to switch up my workspaces. I feel like that's kind of something that keeps me kind of like on top of things and in more of a productive um, headspace too so this is something I feel like I struggle a bit with right now because I used to always switch up I go to different coffee shops I go to different libraries on campus so now I've just kind of like found different spaces in my home that I can kind of create as a workspace but I think it's really important that you're sitting upright that you have kind of a desk or like a solid table um, just a space you know where okay when I sit down here I'm going to get to work and I need to get stuff done. Tip number six is to create or find a good playlist that's going to help you focus. I am a huge music person and I have different playlists to help affect um, my mood in different ways. So, I have one that I listen to right in the morning. I have one that I listen to to like hype me up right before a workout um, when I'm not feeling like I want to do it. But I also have a really good um, couple playlists I go to when I really need to get into like a deep, focused um, headspace. So when I'm like writing a paper or when it's really grind time and you're like, I cannot be distracted. I always put on um, this playlist. There's so many on Spotify looking up like deep focus, playlists, concentration, studying, Again, so so many out there. So just find one that you really like to put on, kind of just like in the background as like white noise. Some people just listen to white noise. Um, you can like look stuff up on YouTube, whatever kind of playlist that is really going to help you kind of, like, get into the um, headspace you need to be in. I think that um, just kind of, like, keep that one in your back pocket whenever you need it. My next tip is kind of a small one, but one that's been very helpful for me, and it is setting timers when you are sitting down to do work. So I find this is really helpful because, like, I'm the type of person that, like, thrives when I'm kind of like working against the clock so I'll set a goal for myself and I'll be like okay I'm gonna set a timer for a half an hour or 45 minutes it's never longer than that because I think that you aren't able to stay that focused for like hours on end. Um, I can't anyway. So the max time I ever do is like 45 minutes, but that's even sometimes stretching it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this many pages of reading. I'm going to write this much of my essay that needs to be done. I'm going to do this discussion post in whatever block of time you can. And then I feel like my head is kind of like you need to get to work you need to get this done you've set this goal for yourself so it's like you're kind of working against the clock to get it done which kind of makes it fun um just like test yourself if you're able to um be productive for that whole period of time i also think a huge struggle is feeling like there's so many distractions at home whether that's your family whether that's your phone or whatever the distraction may be, if you are looking for an excuse not to be productive, you're gonna find one. And there's no one to hold you accountable to not giving in to those distractions. So another really good tip kind of not that necessarily goes along with setting a timer, but when you are having those times where you really need to lean in and get work done, it's so important to shut off your phone, put it in another room, really just eliminate all the distractions you can. We do not realize how many times we grab our phone in a day, like look in your settings, it will like, your mind will be blown because it's just such an instinct we have to constantly grab our phone, check if we have a message, check if we have this notification. So really, um, eliminating all those distractions. I've even changed a lot of the, um, notifications that will even pop up on my phone, which has, um, been really helpful. So I'm not really getting all of those notifications constantly. So I feel like I'm not feeling that like urge to look at my phone, but also I shut it off. I put it in another room. I put it across the room, whatever I need to do, like my phone right now, I'm like, I can't be distracted. I need to film the podcast. It's on the other side of the room plugged in charging. So whatever, you need to do to really just eliminate those distractions. Um, and like I said, like set those timers, make it kind of like a fun little competition for yourself and see how productive you can really be. So my next tip kind of goes back to the distraction aspect, but it's really important to communicate with those that you live with that you need to be productive, that you are going upstairs and you need to get stuff done and you cannot be, um, interrupted and there can be no distractions. It's just really important to have that open communication always. I think it's sometimes it's hard. I know for me I'm the only one in my family that I live with that's ever went to university so it's hard sometimes for them to understand the um, work that I need to do and the amount of effort that it really takes to get things done and all of the workload. Like they just, they can't relate, they don't understand. And when you're open and you're honest and you say, look, like I cannot be bothered for the rest of the night, just saying like, I love you, I appreciate you, but I just cannot be bothered um, in like the nicest way possible because I just think that Sometimes our family, they just, they don't understand. And um, they think that, oh, it's exciting, you're home. And so you can always hang out and do things. And this just all goes back to the boundaries. So not only do you need to set boundaries for yourself, um, but you need to set boundaries with your family too. A lot of the time, like I said, they just don't understand. So make them understand, make them aware that you need this boundary in place in order um, for you to see success with you being in school. My last final tip, this one will probably come as no surprise at all. You're probably like, I don't know how she hasn't talked about this already. But my last tip is it is so important to take care of yourself. Listen to what you need, to what your mind needs, what your body needs, what your heart and your soul need, and take care of you mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. It is so important that if you are not putting yourself first, you're not going to be successful. You're not going to be productive. You're not going to get good grades. I think when I reflect back to um, the student I was, when I, you know, engaged in just really unhealthy habits, I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't eating well. I wasn't working out. I wasn't drinking any water. I was only ever drinking caffeine. Like when I had those habits, my grades were very affected and now that I do put myself first yeah it does take time out of your day yes obviously working out is going to take time away from getting an assignment done absolutely but what I will tell you is with working out moving my body I am so much more productive and I can get so much done in what would take me hours and hours before because I have clarity. Mentally, I feel better. I'm more focused and tuned into what I need to do in the moment. I'm not as stressed. I'm not as anxious all the time and on edge. And when you're fueling your body properly, your brain works differently. So it's just so, so important that you take care of you get enough sleep, move your body, fuel your body, drink your water. Don't only be drinking six cups of coffee a day. That is not healthy. You cannot only live off of caffeine. I think that just because you're a student does not mean you cannot make time and effort into taking care of yourself. Have healthy snacks on hand. Meal prep if you have to. Like, Just make sure you're fueling your body properly and you're treating yourself well because it will reflect your grades, the way you focus, and the way you show up. As the amazing student, I know you are. I think as a student, we constantly feel like there's more we can be doing and there's always something else on our plate and we're constantly feeling stressed and overwhelmed. And if you are in that boat, I want to ask you, what have you done for yourself today? Have you done anything to take care of you and make sure you are being taken care of? Because you are the only one that you can look out for and you are in full control of your body, of your mind. So if you are struggling and you're feeling the overwhelm and you're feeling the stress, do something for you. I also think too, this is a really random off tip, but I just thought of it. When I'm feeling overwhelmed, one thing I'll do is if it is a task that can be done within like five to ten minutes, if it's not going to take long, just do it right then and there in the moment and then move on with your day. Just take action. I think so much I can just like sit there and be like, I'm so stressed. I'm feeling so anxious right now. I have so much to do. What can you do right now in the moment? Just take action. Don't sit there and dwell in the stress. Take This is taking care of yourself mentally, which is just so needed. So do it. <sighs> okay, woo. I'm like, was getting heated there. Was getting passionate. Thank you guys so much. That is the episode. I hope these tips were helpful for you. Just know this is not easy for anyone. This transition has been difficult. And every day, I just feel like there is a new challenge that is presented with online school, but we will get through it together, and I hope these tips were helpful in the slightest. If you're able to just take a couple things and make them your own, put them into your um, own routine, then, I mean that is all that's all I hope for so thank you guys so much for listening and I will chat with you guys so so soon